0: I was thinking about it because um, they're talking about, oh, replace the key of your fob was one of the things I saw online to get the truck working again. Uh, it's Yeah, to get uh, Lucifer working again. I don't think that's going to work because I tried both fobs and I was doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, I don't think, No, I don't know why that would be the problem. It didn't shut off and say any cut because when that happens, it's a actual key error and mm-hmm. it tells you. To replace the battery in your fob where fob is no longer in the vehicle, so it, you know, shuts off after you get a certain distance from it, but that's not what happened and mm-hmm. you had your keys and you know, it's not what it was saying. It was a huge, big, huge, crazy out of nowhere electrical issue. All yeah. of the lights turned on. So
0: No, it's nuts. It's it's not good. So um, you wanna hear something exciting? Sure. We're probably gonna have a sponsor by the end of this week. Oh. I haven't even told you yet. No. So, well you haven't been looking at the the numbers and all the stuff and the emails and everything else. But yeah. So, well, I'll talk about it more, but, uh, local, but I'll, I'll take and be happy about helping out some small businesses and things like that. So, you know, so that's kind of cool. I was like, all right, you know, even if it's not anything, it's just there to have it. I'm just kind of cool about, you know, it's like, I still remember my first client at SIA. So you always remember your first. So, and, Good, good potential. So better than knives. Oh yeah. I should tell you. So it's like, there was this, there's this site you can go to if you're a podcaster, you know, and they can verify your podcast and everything and tells you all these people who are willing to sponsor you. And it kind of disillusioned me to a lot of the videos that we watch where this video is sponsored by blah, blah, you know, and then they do like a tense and it's not. It's literally you sign up for their affiliate program and they don't pick you or anything like that, which, I mean, makes sense from a marketing standpoint, but then you're just a free commercial if nobody ordered anything and you're just already a sellout and anybody on the other side of that knows that it's just affiliate marketing and there's nothing special about your channel. Yeah, so
1: why do you think I've never taken any YouTubers' words for anything? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no. So when you and especially, and I will, I will say this: there's a knife set that's starting to trend, where you know the knife looks kind of like it's a little cleaver, hack. Cleaver. It's garbage. It's junk. I went and looked up the. I looked up the freaking steel it's made from, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's just garbage. So shame on people sharing that crap. And you know, I I don't know about you know AirPods until i listen to them and use them for a period of time much less thank you for blah 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 but i mean the vpns are just vpns you can get them from anybody yeah no some
1: of them some of them are legitimate and it's cool because some of them are like like there's a new browser going around that's pretty cool that like gamers in particular are are marketing that for Mm -hmm. them because it it does give you from a youtuber gamer standpoint the things that it gives you are different from right. something like chrome or safari or even firefox like all of that stuff is very modern mm-hmm. very simple everybody kind of follows the same format and whatever the the whatever the new one is it's like it gives you a it it it's supposed to be good for people that multitask like you would mm-hmm. probably really like it cuz you can have in your one window like four different things open without with it being like seamlessly strewn together and it looks really cool and there's obviously light mode and dark mode which is cool because you don't always get that. It's, it's still a very new thing for a lot of the browsers on pc and so you can't really change all of them mm-hmm. and all things like that so it's pretty cool i saw it and i was like okay <laughs> like i like that you can literally sign into your tiktok and scroll through your tiktok while you're doing other stuff without having different windows open yes yeah, and i, I was can, like I that's cool that i don't remember what it's called i can go you back see and me, you find see it.
0: me all the time with my ipad and my phone yeah. and the computer up all at the same time three doing three different things because that's just that's the way I run. So yeah, yeah so When thing, I saw that, I was like, like, like yeah, cool. And and like like I said, some of the VPNs in those because I fully believe in VPNs. I've been building, I have a VPN built into our server. Yeah. So which is why we continually get ads for different countries and things like that. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, right now
1: it thinks that Nikki is in Mexico.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got. I bet she's in Colombia because that's the one I got to this morning. <laughs> so I was like, wait, that's not. Oh, that's Colombian. Okay. Oh, wow. So yeah, so apparently I can get a job um in the <laughs> Colombian uh tourism um for, you know, uh inner uh country tourism. So, they don't want it wasn't for Americans. So, don't need to speak English or anything like that. But uh yeah, so and in all honesty, it's becoming so much work. I'm I'm kind of looking at going at somebody else's VPN just to kind of save myself the headache of it all because it's just, it's maintenance. I have to do it every week. Yeah. You know? And it was like, and I loved it when we were in the Czech Republic or Poland. Um yeah. You know, and things like that was where our VPN was showing. But I'm just kind of to that point where it's like, you know what? It's, it's kind of worth, you know, three, four bucks a, a month. Yeah. To not do it anymore. So, especially since we're going to be taking away one of our daughter's abilities to even use anything cellular for the next two friggin' years. So, <sighs> but you know, it is what it is. But, you know, and I know you've got stuff for this morning's show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll get into it because I got something really fun that you've never even thought of. I didn't think of. And uh, let's just say this the um, autopilot for Tesla mm. led a police chase. so that's gonna be fun to talk about and uh we got i got a couple of recap things for the last year and things like that so we're gonna be in good shape and welcome to the afternoon dive with stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time and this is our first go for 2023 and uh your body is trying to fight with you right now huh
1: yeah it feels more like it's uh allergies though because I did I haven't washed my bedding yet. I was washing yeah. my clothes and I had woken up at like 4 and I was perfectly fine and I got up and went to the bathroom and then went back to bed and like I was laying there for a second just kind of um trying to go back to sleep mm-hmm. and then I went back to sleep and woke up and it was just all clogged. So I think I think that I did something when I got up, went to the bathroom, I touched something and then it just got you know made my nose mad because like i don't feel sick or anything Mm -hmm. like that it's literally just my nose my nose is clogged and then because my nose was clogged i sneezed and then it clogged my ear and it made me really upset because i was like i cannot record if i can't hear because of course it had to be the ear on the side that you're sitting so i was like i cannot record if i can't hear out of that ear and literally like two seconds before i hit record my ear was like i'll give you a little bit back and then i kept you know moving my jaw in the right way and then it gave me a little bit and then a little bit so it's not perfectly unclogged but I can hear you so gotcha. and that's important and so now it's just it's still gonna sound I'm still gonna sound nasally I probably sounded better yesterday than I do right now just oh. because <laughs> like
0: or this morning's oh yeah yeah this morning's podcast too because I mean it just hit you like right before this yeah so it was rude <laughs> So,
1: I want to start with a uh, a short and sweet little uh, revenge story from Reddit, just okay. to just to get us get us talking. <laughs> it's okay. it's not it's not revenge, just malicious compliance. My bad. Um, and I think you're gonna think this one's funny because you've had things like this happen. It was teacher said, "If you don't tell me who walked in during prayer, you will all be sent to the principal's office." Uh, okay. So. I was reading through this sub and was immediately brought back to senior year of high school. I went to a Catholic school and we took a religion course every year. My senior year, it was social justice. Our teacher, we'll call her P, was the absolute worst. She was brand new, extremely homophobic, and basically hated anyone who wasn't extremely Catholic. Mm. Every morning, we had morning prayer, pledge of allegiance, and announcements before the official start of class. P would purposely close the classroom doors and lock them so anyone who came in after prayer started... We would have to stand in the hallway until morning announcements are over. On this particular morning, my friend B was speaking to a teacher before first period social justice. He made it right at the bell, but P had already locked the doors. Prayer began, and one of our classmates snuck over to the door and let B in. We thought all was well until announcements ended, and P started screaming at us to tell her who was late. None of us say a peep because snitches get stitches and end up in dishes. Yep. P gets angrier and says, if you don't tell me who walked in during prayer, you will all go get late slips from the principal. <laughs> our entire class, about 20 kids, looked at each other and decided to comply. We all walked downstairs and into the lobby of our school where the principal and VP offices were. Our vice principal took one look at us and said, what the hell are you all doing here? We <laughs> yep. told him P sent us and they're all there to get late slips because we let B in during prayer. P considers that late and none of us want to snitch. Plus, B was on time to school and would have been in the classroom had P not locked all the doors before the bell. He paused and looked at all of us a bit, chuckled, and said get back to class. Needless to say, that was P's first and last year teaching there.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) no, no. uh,
1: I've had teachers like that, Mm -hmm. and I hated it. It was so stupid. No, like they they demand you. I don't understand why people choose to be high school teachers if they care so much like that. Because you have to be to be a high school teacher, you have to not care (laughs) because (laughs) otherwise you're going into Mm -hmm. it and you're going to realize really quickly that if you care, the kids are going to fuck with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. the The best teachers I had had no egos. Because you couldn't get to him. That was it. Mr. Alex at People's High School. And if by some chance somebody knows him or, you know, whether (laughs) he's. That man was the shit. Because he didn't care. And he made it known to us that he had full military retirement. Mm -hmm. And so he really didn't care. And the school wasn't going to fire him. So short of him putting a bullet into a student, (laughs) I mean, he literally wasn't even worried about it. So, because I mean, he put his hands on students, but, but like, you know, he was nothing like that. He put, I mean, somebody would stand up to him, think they were smart and everything. He didn't do it like viciously because he didn't have to. The man was a wall, you know, (laughs) but we had one teacher. I can't remember his name and that shows you how memorable he was uh, when I was at Pine Forest High School in Pensacola, Florida. And he actually would send us to the principal's office for getting our math work done early. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you had cuz he sat there and what he had, okay, the the way that ma- the that the math class worked was the curriculum was all in order and it was it was supposed to be self-paced. Okay. Okay, which was new back then. Like nobody had anything that was self-paced. And he told us, you know, hey, this is self this self-paced class. So you get done with one assignment and you tell him and you and you get the paperwork for the next assignment, right? Okay. So for me, math has always been easy and has always been, you know, something that I could just sit down and gun through. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple other students that were like that. And at first, it was great because you were required to get one assignment done a day. Okay. So we got one assignment done a day. And then one of us and it wasn't me. It was somebody else that was there. Got the assignment done and said, Hey, Mr. Whatever your skinny, you know, jerk butt name was. um, Can I get the next assignment? Well, he didn't have it copied yet. So he sat there and he said, just sit there and be quiet. I was like, wait, he literally is expecting the students to only do one assignment a day. Oh, so we had fun. So the next day we all we we had all talked about it like right after class because we're like, wait a second. And he was half deaf. So you could, we, you and I could be sitting and talking like this in class, and unless he looked up at us, he didn't know we were talking. Okay. Okay. So we would carry on conversations, and then we all decided, like everybody started talking about it, we all were like, "Let's all get it done. Let's all just get them done. Let's gun through the entire curriculum as fast as we can." And then what's he gonna have? So the next day, the next day, we all sat down, did our work. Mr. Whatever, you know, uh, it's, it's done. Uh, can we get our next assignment? Just sit there and be quiet. Uh, no, this is self-paced curriculum, sir. You're supposed to have our next curriculum ready for us. So we just started just harping him. Like we did it cause we didn't like this guy, this guy, he, he was, he was one of those black men who hated black people. And it was just weird to me. And so we, we had no respect for this guy. Like he was one of those, the, he was one of those teachers and I don't know what this was about teachers. He was one of those teachers who, because the teachers had separate parking from the students, right? Uh-huh. And he was one of those teachers who would go out every lunch and every break to his car and sit in his car. So you had no chance of interacting with him or talking to him or anything. Okay. And you think it doesn't bother you, but when you're trying to get help for. Yeah. Huh? I said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. When you're trying to get help for something and he just books it out there to an area you're not allowed to be at and he'll just sit and stare at you and like we stopped even wanting to hang out on that side of the you know the campus because he just sit and watch you while he's eating and I swear to God I think that guy ate like lettuce sandwiches like they were just two pieces of bread with lettuce in between them
1: nothing else.
0: And so he was getting mad and mad and mad. And so finally we all so, you know, so then he came in one day and he came in with all three assignments thinking or three assignments thinking that, you know, he was going to be ha 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 about it. And we gunned through those three assignments and asked him what was next. He sent everybody to the principal's office.
1: That's dumb.
0: Yeah. Went to the principal and and we all went down as a group and we weren't quiet. You know, you you try to get uh, 25 people. Being quiet, walking through a big hallway at camp. No, yeah, no, no. We were bouncing off lockers and all kinds of crap going down there and just doing all kinds of stupid teenage stuff. Got down to the principal's office and he was like, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, well, Mr. Bullard sent us here because we got our work done too fast. And and, you know, he's mad at us because we wouldn't sit and just, you know, do nothing when we kept asking him for the next assignment. And So he, the principal came walking back and. Was like, can I talk to you in the hallway and had all of us sit down and he went out there, didn't faze him. He just did not care. That guy was just a jerk. I mean, that guy was, was a piece of garbage. You know, people like that are the reason that students don't try to excel. Yeah. You literally getting penalized for excelling. So, yeah. So good. I'm glad for those students. And you know, that's t- teachers that prioritize something just. You know, and penalize everybody because they don't get their way. You're just you're just a big kid with a temper tantrum. Yep. So you want to hear something cool though? Like we can change subjects a little bit. I mean, it's it's still education related, but it's kind of cool education related. Okay. So, Google um, through their Arts and Culture app. Okay, which I don't know if you've ever downloaded or anything. I've but, never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, it will it. It's it's just it's really cool. They have a bunch of little weird experiments and little things that you can go and play around with little widgets. And most of them are just like they're kind of cute and everything else. But they have one that's called Paint with Music. Okay, and literally, it's what it asks. It says, "What if you could hear your painting? Turn your paintbrush into musical instruments and compose on a, on sensorial cav- canvases." So literally, you can start drawing and painting and using whatever on, on the apps that you want. And it converts it into music for you,
1: that's cool,
0: yeah, and apparently the inspiration that it's creating with people um even as as a little widget is just it's going nuts it because think if what you you know you draw something and it creates the music for what you're drawing,
1: yeah, no, that's awesome,
0: yeah, so. So I was like blown away about that. And then um, what I always do at beginning of the year and I and it's really weird. I have, uh, you know, things that I subscribe to and everything else. But the beginning of every year, I get what became public domain last year. So things that, you know, um, anything in night. So 1927 would be our our current because everything gets it gets 90 years. OK, um, anything that you create or 95, whatever it is, Um, basically a bunch of works that were created in 1927 become public domain, which means you can utilize them if they're movies, you know, um, if they're music, if they're print, and you can utilize them without having to pay royalties or anything else that's now considered public domain. Okay. Okay. Um, Disney fought to kind of do crap uh, to get around it and hopefully somebody closes that loophole. Cause that's just garbage. But movies like, um, and I don't know if you ever saw it, but there was a movie in 1927. It was way ahead of its time. It was called Metropolis. And Metropolis was literally a, about a dystopian society that takes place basically now. So, you know, um, and, it was it's a great movie well that's now in public domain and yeah you might not know that but there are a few things that i'm sure that you know because i've seen them loop around on TikTok, and now they're officially in public domain like um you've heard the phrase best things in life are free uh-huh. well there's there's a whole musical composition that's behind that that's now public domain i never knew that Ice cream. you scream we all scream for ice cream right that uh-huh. was a song back in 1927 that apparently that if you used it in commercial anything, um, you were paying royalties for it. Huh. And as of now, you don't have to. Uh, putting on the Ritz. Okay. Is officially now in public domain. Funny face. Um, can't help loving that man. Things like that are there. Um, My Blue Heaven. I don't know if you'd ever heard that one. That's one of the ones that I know. Um, but books, for example, uh, Sherlock Holmes. And uh, the adventure in case law of Sherlock Holmes was 1927. So that's now in public domain. So you can literally quote out sections of the we could read the entire book and not have to pay anything. Um, so, you know, you know, audio wise, it's just kind of interesting to sit and say, well, we don't have content. OK, well, I'm just going to sit down and read this book <laughs> and and do that. Um, and uh, when I was saying about Disney, Disney's fight is officially going to be next year. And they're still trying to fight it right now um, because Mickey Minnie Mouse, which will be Steamboat Willie, which was the first appearance of Mickey Mouse will go into official public domain next year. Okay. And, uh, but Disney's trying to fight that, you know, because proving is saying that it's, it's an on, ongoing thing, but, but yeah, so that, that comes in next year. So, so it's just kind of cool to think about. And if, you know, people don't a lot of people don't realize that it's like you know once you have something you won't have it forever uh yeah one of the ones that's coming up for next year is going to be the original winnie the pooh Hmm. so it's you know it's pretty exciting and you know it's cool to think about and there's a lot of things that you know when when people there's arguments on both sides right that once you create something it should be yours forever but the other side of it is okay, but at some point it either is obscure enough, far enough away, or irrelevant enough that it's an integral part, you know, it's either an integrated part of society, like Ice Cream, You Scream, We All Scream for Ice Cream. I said it as a kid, right? Did you? Yeah. Okay. Did you know it was a song from 1927? No. No, so if it's a way that gets it back out there for people and and it's yeah, and it becomes useful again, how is that a bad thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, but people are like, oh, but public figures, this public... Okay, the public figure is dead. We're talking about 95 years, and most of those are... They don't do anything till they're adults. The complete works of Beethoven at age four. You know, it's like... But it's like... So it, it made sense why they did it, and I, I accept... Plus... It costs money to mean something as not being in the public domain, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, it, it makes, it just makes sense for people. But, yeah, it just, it is what it is. Sorry. <laughs> and here's one I know you're going to actually give an input on. So, and I, I teased it. So, you know, Tesla's really been pushing their autopilot, Right. And in the US, I don't know if you know this, but but there is an autopilot for, you know, for a regular Tesla, several Tesla models, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to be in the front seat and you have to basically have your hands on the wheel every so often, right? Like if you have your hands off the wheel for more than a minute, it starts beeping at you. Okay. But that's not the case everywhere. Okay. and And some people have figured out how to bypass it or get around it, things like that. You know, it's like. Oh, look, if I if I hit these little sensors with a the stylus, then the sty- it thinks I'm there and you can buy gloves with styluses in them and things like that. So there's no matter what you do, people are always going to f- try to figure out a way around it because, you know, that's the way people are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. I'll just I'll read this to you. It's, it's, it's hilarious in uh, Bamberg, Germany. Police said that they had quite a hard time attempting to pull over a Tesla driver who had fallen asleep behind the wheel. Oh. Okay, so Bamberg traffic officers tailed the electric vehicle for about 15 minutes on Wednesday while on the country's Autobahn, um, which is A70 for anybody who knows. After signaling for a traffic stop with repeated horns and silent and sirens, um, according to their re- their pre- press release, so which was the Bavarian from the Bavarian police. He said, uh, the driver was driving on the A70 from Bamberg in the direction of Beirut around 12 p.m. when the police patrol wanted to subject him to a traffic check. Yeah, see, that's one thing. In the U.S., they have to have an actual reason to pull you over. In Germany, no. They can randomly just pull you over because they want to check you. You can't sit there and say, oh, I don't need to show you my license. What reasonable, articulate suspicion that you have that I've committed a crime? Well, Why did you pull me over? not America for they a reason. There you say, why'd you pull me over? Because we fucking felt like it. Yeah, they're
1: not the land of the free. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's like you know, people think, oh. So police say that the, um, that he didn't respond to signals or repeated horns from the officers. The Tesla vehicle noticeably maintained a speed of exactly 110 kilometers per hour, which is only about 68, uh, 68 miles per hour. Okay. And, you know, adding to this, the driver of the car was leaned back. And so you couldn't see him at all. So he didn't see any flashing lights, no matter what. This lays down Tesla. is One of the great things about Tesla is how sound deadened they are and how quiet they are. And a lot of people actually find that a little unnerving, you know, just how quiet Teslas actually are. So the 45 year old driver eventually woke up and, and then followed the police instructions. And police noted that the man showed, you know, drug typical abnormalities during the, the quote unquote checkup. So, you know, and uh, oh, here, here's, and adding to this, police reportedly found a steering wheel weight in the driver's footwell. Such as the device is used to trick Tesla's safety system into thinking that a driver's hands remain on the wheel so that the autopilot remains active, according to the police uh, police release. Police say that after consulting with Bamberg's prosecutor's office, the complaint a complaint was filed against a driver for endangering road traffic. So I have a question about this. OK. OK, so you have an autopilot, Right. The car wasn't doing anything suspicious. The car was maintaining a speed and was obviously safer than the driver. So what was the issue?
1: There wasn't one. They just
0: were going to pull him over. That's what you just said. Right. But isn't it weird that, that they're going to cite this guy? Because well, you can't... Can you give him a DUI? Well, I feel like that's... St- still applies because you're still
1: not, it's no matter what even if it's on aut- autopilot at some point you were still operating the vehicle well and but, then he operated the vehicle to turn
0: off the al- autopilot and pull over but they but you can use the autopilot gps system to take you home so you put in your home or anywhere you can put in the address or wherever you want to go and the autopilot will drive it'll keep you a safe distance it'll keep you at a safe speed operating speed and I just kind of sit there and go. With the exception of that, he had the little the hand weight thing that showed that his hands were on there, right? Yeah. Isn't that like the best case scenario? Is somebody's impaired and they use the autopilot to go home?
1: Well, yeah, that's that is that's kind of the ultimate goal. That's what uh, Musk has talked about before, but mm-hmm. it, it's just I feel like because of the way that we are as a society everywhere there aren't rules yet because it's still so new and nobody's talked about it it's Mm -hmm. just like hey we've got this autopilot thing and everybody's like "Ah, that doesn't exist yet And it's like well it's right here and it it works "Ah, well we'll we'll get there when we get there Mm -hmm. and it's gonna take somebody getting wrongfully arrested or something for something like this to actually go into court and then it's gonna have laws changed that's what always happens Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so it's called setting precedent and I just I look at it like like even in Germany, you know, they didn't charge him with driving under the influence, right? They charged him with unsafe vehicular practice, is is what they're charging him with. But they couldn't charge him for driving while impaired, driving while intoxicated, driving under the influence of drugs, um, or anything like that. He wasn't making erratic lane changes, he wasn't doing anything. I just I wonder. Was it like, hey, we're just going to randomly pull his vehicle over? Or if they saw him go by at 68 miles an hour and went, wait, there was no driver there. (laughs) And, you know, and it's but it said that they they tailed him for, you know, 15 minutes or 15 miles, whichever you want to put it at, um, before they were like, hey, we're going to light this guy up and then find the next flaw in the system. And I think about that with the rigs. You know with the semi, with the Tesla semis, uh-huh what if a cop an officer's trying to pull over one of those semis? what happens?
1: Well, then I guess that's something that Elon's got to work into his you know autopilot stuff.
0: So I have one that is hopefully going to kind of intrigue you a little bit here because I, I want to know what you think about this, okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think the police department should be able to civilly, not criminally, but civilly sue you as a citizen? I, what is... Okay. So, if you break the law, you can be charged criminally, right? Okay. Okay. So, if you're caught speeding, going down the road, you speed, you're going to be charged criminally, okay? Okay. If you... Now, here's what's funny. Now, if you hit somebody's car in a parking lot and don't leave, the police don't have to come out there. They don't have to do anything really because they'll tell you it's a civil issue, right? Okay. If somebody comes onto our property and damages our property, the police can take a report and not criminally charge them and say you can sue them. It's a civil issue. Okay. The police report or the police can't. Sue you generally on a civil issue doesn't it wouldn't make sense right if people who protect and serve you can civilly attack you
1: I feel like it depends are you talking about the police department in general or police officers period
0: I'm talking about the justice system period so
1: I'm talking about suing you who's
0: suing me well It can be the police department themselves, the police department itself, suing you.
1: Okay, so the company suing Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's weird, but I always think that anything like that, like companies suing single people is weird. Sure. So,
0: the Department of Justice, okay, we rely on the Department of Justice heavily to uphold the law. That's what their job is. They are the Department of Justice, right? Uh Uh-huh. So... And and I, I just want you to kind of put that off to the side because I want you to, to hear this. So the Department of Justice is now suing Amerisource Bergen, um, which is one of the largest pharmaceutical corporations, for allegedly uh, helping to fuel the opioid pandemic. OK. OK. Now. I, I'm going to read this and it's going to sound great but you're going to kind of have a, a little spoiler alert based on what I just gave you, okay? So the Justice Department is suing Amer- AmerisourceBergen Corporation, accusing the pharmaceutical giant of helping fuel the opioid epidemic by allegedly and repeatedly failing to report suspicious orders of op- opioids for nearly a decade. So existing federal law requires opioid makers to alert Drug Enforcement the Drug Enforcement Administration to any suspicious orders, right? Or quote unquote red flags to help identify pharmacies that divert drugs to, Ill, you know, illegal avenues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense, right? So the civil complaint um, says the law, the current law also requires that makers to refuse to ship orders that it deems suspicious. This is the complaint filed in federal court in Philadelphia, alleged that AmerisourceBergen Bergen and two of its subsidiaries failed to comply with these laws and could have failed to report hundreds of thousands of potentially suspicious orders. It is a civil complaint. The company is accused of ignoring alerts from its red flag system and continuing to sell, pharmacies, uh, sell to pharmacies knowing that they might be diverting some prescription drugs to illicit markets. The lawsuit also alleged that Amerisource Bergen intentionally altered its own internal monitoring system to limit the alert system. In one year, the company spent more on taxis and office supplies than it did the internal monitoring um, system, the Justice Department said. The company's repeated and systemic failure to fulfill its simple obligation helped ignite an opioid epidemic that has resulted in hundreds of thousands of deaths over the past decade, the DEA DEA Administrator Ann Milgram said in a press release last Thursday. Amerisource Bergen's alleged crimes could be billions of dollars in violations, according to a Justice Department official. In a statement, the company said that the Justice Department lawsuit focuses on five pharmacies that are um quote unquote okay this is, this is the company coming back and responding saying that are cherry picked out of tens of thousands of of pharmacies it works with and ignores the dea's quote unquote absence of action in fact Ameris, according to Amerisource, they terminated their relationship with four of them before the dea ever took any enforcement action while two of the five pharmacies maintain their DEA controlled substance registration to this day, the company said. So this article on the surface sounds like, Oh, bad company, right. Is doing bad things and, and may have helped, you know, contribute to the, the, um, you know, the, the over half a million people who've died for overdosing, which and, you know, involves opioids, right? Uh-huh. But they're not filing a criminal suit. They're filing a civil suit. They're filing a civil suit, and they're making all the stuff, you know, there when, you know, I'm just going to just call it Amerisource because it's just easier. Um, when Amerisource is like, okay, and you're filing against companies that we already, before you guys ever said anything, canceled our contracts with. We don't work with those people. So... Why? Why are you doing this? Well, because it said it right there, the civil suit, su- uh, the civil suit. Wow, that's not easy to say. Um, the civil suit violation contributes and can be upwards of billions and billions of dollars. And where do you think that money goes?
1: To the police department. To the
0: DOJ. And a lot of times, that money ends up in discretionary funding, meaning. Where they think the money should go. They're not opening a criminal suit. So they're saying, well, you guys didn't monitor it well enough. And they're saying, okay, wait a sec. Which ones? Well, this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. Okay, well, this one, this one, and this one. We've dumped them. And now you're talking about this one, and this one goes through a subsidiary of us. And these guys all maintain their DEA controlled substance registration. Well, we're not the DEA. We're the DOJ, right? Okay. So Amerisource voluntarily prior to the, any kind of investigation dumped it because they, for whatever reason, <coughs> they dumped their contracts with these people. And only after they dumped their contracts with them are they going after them civilly. So imagine this. and Because I, I want to make this smaller to understand. Imagine you drove home yesterday, okay? okay? You drove home from Walmart, and the police come to the door today, and the police tell you, hey, yesterday, when you were driving home from Walmart, you were speeding yesterday by three miles an hour for a block and a half. And you're like, okay, well, number one, it was a block and a half. I stopped. It was yesterday and nobody pulled me over. And the police say, no, no, that's fine. We're not giving you a ticket, but we want you to give us $500.
1: I see, but I still feel like that's different because I'm a single person. And mm-hmm. these are, this is basically company by company kind of thing. Like company a whole company is suing another whole company,
0: but the DOJ is not a company. The DOJ is a government entity. Okay, so it's not the police department. That's what I don't... Well, they're a federal... If you think of them as federal law enforcement, right? And... But... but here, here, this is... Let's, let's, let's even take it one step beyond that. But the police tell you that if you don't give them that $500 for something that they claim you did, but you never did and you corrected the moment you chose on your own, right that they're going to sue you civilly that how is that enforcing how is that law enforcement
1: it's not i just it's i still feel like that's not the same though because it's not it would be different if it was i was speeding and then cut somebody off and put somebody in a dangerous situation and then they had a heart attack and died and it was because Mm -hmm. i caused that because i was speeding for a short amount of time and cut them off then it was you know i didn't really do anything illegal but i caused something else that personally harmed that police officer and that police officer wanted to come after me even though they're a police officer Mm -hmm. they didn't see it but they knew that i broke the law because i was speeding and i cut somebody off and then it affected them personally but they want to sue me because they know i'm the reason that's what that feels like and that's not as much as it sucks because it's like yeah he's a police officer but he's coming after me personally outside of it because i didn't get caught and he wants me to be caught for something that I did even if it was 2 weeks ago, 3 weeks ago, a month ago because they know I was the reason that caused it was a cause and effect situation. I feel like that's okay. I didn't get caught for it at the time and I ended up causing a death by my action that it's fair for that police officer to come after me after that. I feel like that's the equivalent. But just speeding no that's not the same but this company did something that caused things or could have caused things because no matter what that person could have had elevated blood pressure or whatever and that could have been the real reason why but from the cause and effect standpoint it looks like I caused that person to die without hitting them or anything like that so really there wasn't a direct cause and effect but I cut them off gave them you know a big spike and they had a heart attack died at the wheel and it had nothing to do with me because I made it home safe and I was fine that's mm-hmm. what it seems like this company did things that they shouldn't have done we don't really know the reason we don't know if they're you know they're failing to comply to things that they were supposed to do and didn't really do it the right way and it was really sus and so somebody's calling them out for it and not doing it in a legal pursuit they're doing it in a company by co- at, at another company pursuit because they want to go after and get justice for the people that die that's what it sounds like to me it's weird and i don't like the idea of a in, in a law enforcement group of any kind as a company going after another company it's weird mm-hmm. but they have the right to do it if nobody else is gonna do it it just i i don't know it, i feel like it, it's weird and i don't like that there would be a power up you know, like a, a, they have a higher ground because of what they are mm-hmm. is what I, is the only reason i feel like that's a red flag because if you have random company suing a random company you don't care because it's like okay that's just their companies and companies but the moment that you have somebody that has a foot in law enforcement doing something like that you're automatically going to have your hackles up because it's like okay but you know what you're doing i don't know what i'm doing and i'm here sitting here and you already have all the rules sitting right in front of you and you know what you can do to make it look like I did something that was wrong and I didn't. Like, I get it. The fact that, yeah, they could be going after it for their own benefit, but all companies do that all the time. They sue people because they need money. People go and commit tax fraud because they need money. So I feel like, yeah, it sucks, but I feel like there's a greater issue that this in particular is just kind of, it's just weird. I, I don't know. And so... I understand what you're trying to say, but I feel like there's still a a level of fair in it that because let me
0: ask you this real quick. Why didn't the DOJ, if if they're they're alleging crimes, right, there's they're saying that they they were criminally negligent at best. Okay. So why aren't they going after them? Criminally,
1: that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. I don't Mm. know that part. But if they go after them criminally and they get charged, then where does the money go? That's my the only thing that my brain says. They they don't get that money. Mm. It goes into other things. So I feel like that's the same thing. Instead of, you know, fixing your business and then just deciding you're going to commit tax fraud versus just upping your business and figuring out a business plan. It's the same thing. Instead of somebody going through with what they should be doing, they're taking the easy way out and a quick way to get money. So that's what it sounds like to me. It's by no means am I saying this is a good thing. I just feel like you can't really change that because what they're doing is legal and Mm -hmm. it's just morally wrong like, they shouldn't be going after anybody and anybody that is law enforcement should not be going after people or companies or anything like that because if they can open a criminal investigation yeah at the end of the day that police officer could open a criminal investigation against me because i was speeding mm. and they can prove that and i could get you know i can get charged legally and all those things and, and have that you know go through that way But then they don't see anything because then it's just, you know, I'd be getting a ticket. So let's
0: let's let's make it a little more relevant then. Oh, yeah. No, because I I I feel like you don't like my answer. So you keep giving
1: me different ways to try.
0: I'm realizing that I'm not conveying it properly. And so I'm trying to convey it properly. I'm not having an argument. Oh, I don't mind arguing with you because those have always been our best rated podcasts. But let me ask you this. So. Should they go after Toyota? Should the police be able to sue Toyota for you speeding? You violated the law with their vehicle. So can the police department sue Toyota? That doesn't make any sense. Right. So if Amerisource is giving some or selling companies and pharmacies and distribution centers and all these literal thousands and thousands of companies, um, these opioids, which opioids have regular uses, right? You people, um, we all use them at some point. When you take uh, allergy medicine, there's opioids and nasal, nasal steroids are, you know, you get topical steroids when you have pain and things like that. So what about those pharmacies? What about those distribution centers? What about those people? Right. Why not go after the criminal action of it versus that? What? Where does the responsibility end for the company? Because what they're calling for red flags. Well, number one, the company already. We I will I will stand with you to acknowledge that the company knew something was wrong, because why else would they have killed?
1: No matter what, this is this is a shitty situation because there are so many different things that went wrong, Mm -hmm. and I feel like they're going after it at the source because that's the easiest way. Because they knew they yeah you could go after Toyota, but. Toyota isn't selling things with the intention of, okay, we're going to make sure that every single person that buys our car goes through another driving test and does all the things. Like, I I just feel like that's different because this is about drugs. (laughs) I'm talking, for our situation, we're talking about cars. And so I feel like no matter what, because it's about drugs, that's what automatically gets It's different because everything should be 100% all the time if you're selling drugs. There's no if, ands, buts, or so's about it. Every single part of that should be, you know, they should go after it everywhere. But I feel like for this particular situation, they're going after it at the source to stop it at the source instead of taking All of those little itty bitty roots and going after all the pharmacies and all the people and trying to figure it all out. I feel like that would take longer and wouldn't solve the problem because at the end of the day, this big company selling the opioids knew what they were doing, saw that it was sus, didn't really do anything about it because it was just like eh, whatever, put it to the side, and then it's caused issues. It's it's the same. I I don't know. I just feel like because of that. I understand what they're doing, but no matter what, the whole situation is just fucked because the police shouldn't be doing that. Department of Justice shouldn't be doing that. The company should have been on top of all their shit because they're selling fucking opioids. There Mm -hmm. should never be a point. They should have an entire department just going over every little thing and every detail and double and triple checking the source of where all of their orders are coming from so that there's no sus orders. And every... Like, I just... I don't know. I feel like no matter what, it's just a fucked situation because of what it is. (laughs) So, I... I get that you're trying to make it more personal and take it a step further and everything, but I feel like no matter what, okay. it's a fucked situation.
0: So now, so by everything that you've just said, okay, it was okay for people to sue gun manufacturers because the gun manufacturers were selling guns to people who sold guns to kill that killed people. There
1: should be background checks that go into all of that there are. there and, are.
0: there are with the opioids on on every level what we we ran opioids right
1: uh-huh. we
0: delivered opioids there were checks and balances on every side of that right so and with them again we don't know you know i always find okay and, and this is probably where the marketer in me is a little bit different the the issue that i have in this is you're not going after the people who are doing what they would normally do? You're going after you're not. And what you're not going after is the actual criminals. Why? You, you know, you talked about that it's easier to go after the big company. Yeah, it's easier, but it's not right. Like to I me, didn't say it was no, right. No, no. To me, I'm just I'm I'm putting my view uh, out there. Is you know I don't think going after gun manufacturers because they supply guns. You know, is oh going after knife manufacturers because they supply knives because. A certain number of people are killed by knives. A certain number of people are killed by cars. A certain number of people are killed by, you know, I mean, here's the thing to, to understand is they made it illegal to sue McDonald's, right? To, it is illegal for you to sue McDonald's because they made you fat because the responsibility isn't the manufacturer of the food, the distributor of the food, the seller of the food. It's with the end consumer. So I look at this and I see it differently than you do. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. And I figured it was going to be something that we didn't agree on. And I'm good with that. I just, what I'm looking at is, you know, why do they, why they, why do they go after them? Number one, after they got rid of those contracts. Right. And why are they going and pursuing it civilly for a criminal action? And I hate that because what it does to me is, you know, yeah, it's easier for them. It's also more profitable for the DOJ. But me as the end pharmacy, you know, if I have the end pharmacy, then why am I worried about it? They're going after Amerisource Bergen and you know what? They cut me off anyway. Right? We've had gun manufacturers who have closed their doors, who have had to literally shut down because we made it legal to sue them. For something that their product did to somebody else. How many people die from food poisoning every year? How many how many people go to a restaurant and get sick? How many people die from heart disease? Preventable heart disease. Diabetes related illnesses. You know, And we can't go after those companies. We can't sue those companies. There's nothing we can do about it. And at the end of the day, it's the consumer who decides it, right? Yeah. And it, com- it comes back to me like... This this is what I see. I personally see this as a money making scheme for the government, who really doesn't want to fix the problem because it would get rid of their money.
1: Yeah, and I'm not. That's where I I don't think we're disagreeing. Mm -hmm. I'm just making the point that it's not illegal. It sucks, and it's a shitty situation all around Mm -hmm. because. No, that, that's the responsibility, no matter what, when it comes to drugs, is in the fucking drug users. I, people dying by getting addicted to opioids and having overdoses and, and things like that is because they went into it to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I, no matter what, drug, drug issues are always going to be shitty because at the end of the day, people that use the drugs are the reason why the people that are using the drugs are dying. Right. Because they're using it. Yep. And it's bad, and they know it's bad for them and they're doing it anyways. same thing as people that are going and you know eating McDonald's every day or fast food every mm-hmm. day, drinking seven diet sodas and going, but it's okay because it's diet. All yeah. those people have the same problems that's where the issue is is people want to do drugs, <laughs> and that's never going to be solved. Mm-hmm. So, I no, the situation is shitty. They shouldn't be going after them because it's not going to solve the problem. It's never going to solve the problem. There's never going to be a perfect world where people aren't dying from drug overdoses. It's always going to happen. Even if you got rid of, somehow, in a perfect utopia, all level of drugs except for medicine, somebody's going to fucking overdose on medicine. So, it just it's a shitty situation mm-hmm. all around because drugs are drugs. <laughs> so, but I, I get that it sucks my my point is that it's not illegal mm-hmm. and so they're doing it and it's the same thing i'm looking at it as it looks like they're trying to commit tax fraud without committing tax fraud well, <laughs> and except, so,
0: except that the doj is saying what they're doing was illegal
1: but they're not going after them Criminal. criminally so right. that's what i'm saying it's not illegal because what they're doing is literally equivalent of committing tax fraud it, that's exactly what it is. Instead of going after it the way they should, the way that would get them the actually solving problems, going after them legally and trying to get them to prove all the things and you know, it's, it's literally do it, it criminally, they're doing it the way that we get around it and give them money without solving the problem. And it, they're literally committing yep, tax fraud. That's, what, that's my point.
0: But, but so, that's what the DOJ is doing too, right? Yeah, the DOJ just wants the money. Yeah, they don't care about the crime. <laughs> Because the crime keeps them in business. And that's why, like we've talked about it before, where all this stuff is illegal. You know, why? Because they make money off of it. So, I want to end us with something that's actually kind of related to what you said. Okay. okay. And um, I don't know how feel-good it is or, or whatever, but you talk about, you know, people who do drugs or in those drug situations, they know the risks and what they're doing, killing themselves. Um, people who... You know, go to McDonald's. Know that they're not eating the healthy food. <laughs> Nobody goes to McDonald's. I'm going on a diet, so I need to get a McSalad, right? <laughs> I, As a matter of fact, our, our, uh, our McDonald's out here, no no more salads. So I don't know if that's a national thing, but there's no salads here. You literally can't. I don't eat McDonald's, salad. so yeah. I don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like they're, they're, McDonald's is literally like, fuck it you know like we're not even gonna try anymore we're gonna come out with the fattest sweetest coffees that we possibly can well
1: yeah they don't you know. need to try anymore oh, it, it's it. they already have a name for themselves and people are gonna go to mcdonald's because they want mcdonald's right. not because the commercial told them that there's this cool thing now at mcdonald's no everybody's gonna, they're already gonna go so
0: yep. i just and, and i go i mean i get i use the app and i get my dollar extra large french fries and i use and that usually ropes me into grabbing myself a double cheeseburger with extra pickles and You know, that's that's. Yeah. So, I mean, they they get who they get, but um, it's not going to be that way now because, again, cleaning up. But so here it is. So in Florida, a police officer is now recovering from a fentanyl overdose. Okay. Okay. So. What what do you what do you think of when you hear that? A police officer recovering from a fentanyl overdose. Just what what's what goes through your mind?
1: I don't know. I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. There's nothing that really goes through my mind. It's, I,
0: police officers are still people. Okay. So you think she she took the fentanyl and she overdosed? Right? Yeah. Okay. It happened during a traffic stop. She followed all proper safety procedures and a gust of wind blew the fentanyl into her face. And she immediately overdosed.
1: Like, legitimately, you're not saying this no, is... No, 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 legitimately. That is no, no, there's, horribly there's, unfortunate.
0: There's nothing... Here, I'll let you even look at it. There's nothing to it. She literally and, and other officers rushed to the scene with her on body cam. Now, um, they didn't say whether the criminals stayed or left, but she was going through all the testing procedures that they have to do. You know, they take the they take a little sample of it, right? They cut open the baggie or, or open the baggie for whatever it is, a container that the drugs are in. They put it into this, the, to another bag and they flip the bag with the chemical and it positively or negatively identifies something in yeah. a drug. Okay? In the process of that, a gust of wind literally that hit. That is so
1: unfortunate. And
0: smacked her in the face. And now you're another officer and you're two miles away. You're the closest officer responding. And her mic was left live, So they heard her gasping and trying to catch breath and fading in and out of consciousness. And so now she's at home um, recovering and wants to get back out. Oh, yeah, I can
1: imagine. You know, and, I, and I mean, people like her. that are always good officers. Yeah. And it sucks. But like, I'm glad that she's OK, because mm-hmm. that's literally that, like that's all I can say. That's horribly unfortunate. I feel terrible that that's like that sucks.
0: Yeah. So Officer Courtney Bannick uh, in Florida is she's at home and she's recovering. So she's alive. Mm-hmm. But there is a video out there for anybody that wants to watch this. And I I will just tell you straight out, it is a hard video to watch. Um, because she literally she was just gasping. I mean, and and you know, you see her eyes rolling back. It's just not a good situation. Just I can imagine all, all around. It was like, yeah, but the high winds and a potent narcotic uh exposed her and and she overdosed and the other officers and again. Her radio was live, right? Uh Um, And officers heard her on the radio, breathless and choking. And so another officer finally got to her, and they used, uh, you know, three doses of Narcan just to be able to revive her. Now, just to give you an idea, one dose of Narcan generally stops the average person from overdosing. Okay. They needed three doses to revive her. So...
1: Oh, fentanyl is no joke.
0: Yeah, no, it it's not. It's, it's like why
1: it's the newest, biggest craze right now. It's mm-hmm. what everybody keeps talking about because it's a better high than half the other things.
0: Yeah, but it quickly kills you. Oh yeah. And it quick... I mean, it's like it's there's no joke behind it. It's it's a quick killer. But the good news is Officer Manic is at home. She wanted the body cam footage released so that people could see just how dangerous just this little, you know, supposedly little amount. Yeah. Just, just was and what it literally does to you. She's recovering at home. She's, you know, eager to get back, back on the job, get this behind her. And, you know, and here's what's cool. I mean, because it would have been the time and it just kind of shows you this the occupants of the car, mm-hmm. they didn't go anywhere. Okay. They, they could have drove off. Yeah, I mean, literally, if there was a better time they, for you to GT the FO off a crime scene.
1: But she had, I don't know, just, I I always think that things like that, uh, if you get caught for something at that point, it's just kind of like, well, I mean, I was caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point, if I run, it's going to get worse. That's what I've never understood about people that run. You're, it's going to get worse when you get found. Oh, but I would, it's only if I get You're going to get found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I just, I don't know. I feel like that's probably what went through their heads. It's just kind of like, well... <laughs> yeah it's too late now
0: and yeah but the like I said the good news she's okay Mm -hmm. so let me should she be able to I'm just asking you're gonna get all but should she be able to sue the people in that car for what happened I don't know okay it's just something to think about it's not anything you need to answer at all but anyway so happy new year And thank you for joining us on our first episode uh, for 2023 of The Afternoon Dive with the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. We talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. And we hope that your beginning of your year is better than the beginning of ours. Until then, until we see you tomorrow, peace out with your peace out. Bye.